You're listening to MC Exodus Podcast with your host, Michael Conteus. Christian Talk. Bible Studies with Commentary. I highly encourage you to download this podcast and share it. Get this message out there. Okay, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. This is MC Exodus Podcast, and I want to get started. Um, This is going to be a Bible study out of Romans chapter 1, and it's about the reprobate mind. It's what's going on in today's society already, and I just wanted to get started because this is going to be deep, okay? We're going to get started in uh, verse 18. Remember, this is Romans chapter 1, and it's about God's anger at sin over here in verse 18. But God shows his anger from heaven against all sinful, wicked people who suppress the truth. By their wickedness. They know the truth about God because he has made it obvious to them. For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and the sky. Through everything God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power, and divine nature, so that they have no excuse for not knowing God. Now, that's something that I wanted to touch on because that is some serious stuff because you've got to take a look at it. Everyone cannot say, hey, I never knew God. I never knew that there was a God. I never knew. Um, He never made it clear to me. So why should I even worry about it? I'm going to I'm not going to be in trouble because nobody told me about God. And I think that's what it was trying to say right here is they did tell you about God. Someone told you God existed. Someone made it clear that Jesus died on the cross. Someone made it clear at some point in your life, you heard about God on television, a relative, somebody told you about God and you made the conscious decision to decide for yourself if God exists or doesn't exist. I mean, I'm going to be totally honest with you. My mom told me about God from an early age, put me in Christian school. I dropped out of Christian school, went to public high school and started chasing after the devil. I'm going to be totally honest with you, but at some point in my life, I made a conscious decision to turn from the devil and go to God. And in that aspect, my life was changed. My life was saved. Everything turned for the good. But some people go their entire lives refusing God, refusing Jesus refusing the work that Jesus did on the cross, refusing salvation. They don't either don't believe it or don't want to believe it, or they're hurt with God. They hate the Lord. They're mad at God for some reason. And this is what we're dealing with out there. Now let's take a look right here in verse 21. Yes, they knew God, but they wouldn't worship him as God or even give him thanks. As they began to think up foolish ideas of what God was like, as a result, their minds became dark and confused. Claiming to be wise, they instead became utter fools. And instead of worshiping the glorious ever-living God, they worshiped idols made to look like mere people and birds and animals and reptiles that's right so they're over there worshiping reptiles i mean let's think about that for a minute they're they're worshiping owls 
They're worshiping birds. They're worshiping anything that doesn't have to do with God. Okay. And that is idol worship. Okay. What is, what is idol worship? Anything that isn't God or something that takes your attention away from God. Okay. It could be a car. It could be a house. It could be a lawn. It could be a job. It could be a person. It could be music. It could be whatever takes your attention away from God. What is more important than God? So even if you are a Christian and a, a walking believer, but then all of a sudden your attention is, is taken away daily on a daily by fear, by, by a family member, by something, worry, whatever. And you're more concerned with what's going on instead of worshiping the almighty creator. Then guess what? You became an idol worshiper. So let's get big, back into this. Verse 24. So God abandoned them to do whatever shameful things their hearts desired. As a result, they did vile and degrading things to each other's bodies. They traded the truth about God for a lie. So they worshiped and served the things God created instead of the creator himself. Now, take a look at that. Brothers and sisters, what are we dealing with here? We're dealing with people worshiping themselves. We're dealing with people worshiping anything, anything other than God. Okay? Doing defiling things, doing degrading things, and vile things to each other's bodies. What does that mean? What does that mean? Did God create people... To be with the same sex. Did God create these things? Or did God create a man and a woman? And you know, I don't normally get into this. But this chapter is about the reprobate mind. And we're going to continue. They traded the truth about God for a lie. So they worshiped and served the things God created instead of the creator themselves, who is worthy of eternal praise. Amen. That's right. He is worthy of eternal praise. Now look at this. That is why God abandoned them to their shameful desires. Even the women turned against the natural way to have sex and instead indulged in sex with each other. And the men, instead of having normal sexual relations with women, burned with lust for each other. Men did shameful things with other men. And as a result of this sin, they suffered within themselves the penalty that they deserved. Verse 28, since they thought it was foolish to acknowledge God, he abandoned them to their foolish thinking and let them do things that should never have been done. Verse 29, their lives became full of every kind of wickedness. Sin, greed, hate, envy, murder, quarreling, deception, malicious behavior, and gossip.
Now, I'm just going to say this right now. I am not on here bashing anyone. That's not what I do. I don't do that. Okay? But I am reading what's in this book. I am reading what's in the Bible. And that is what I'm covering. I am not covering my own thoughts. I am not here preaching the book of Michael. Okay? I am here preaching the word of God. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm breaking down. It is not about my personal opinions because my personal opinions do not matter. I'm going to let the word of God do the talking here. Verse 30. They are backstabbers and haters of God, insolent, proud, and boastful, they invent new ways of sinning, and they disobey their parents. Now, let's talk about that. How many kids out there today are disobeying their parents? Let's think about that for a minute. They don't even listen to them. So what has the parents done? They've given up. They said, you know what? Forget it. I don't even want to deal with it. You don't want to listen. You're just going to go do what you want anyway. So why am I even going to teach you anything? Most Most kids grow up in a... In a broken home. You know, the mother's over there working, trying to take care of the kids. Dad took off, said later, I don't want to deal with this. You know, I'll get you on the weekends. There's no structure. And the mother doesn't have time to do to do everything. I'm gonna be honest with you. You know, mother has to come home and cook and clean and wash clothes and go clothes shopping and Go to the store and do all these things, right? So where are they? Where are they learning things from? Where are they learning structure? Where are they learning about God? There's no time for God. I mean, they have a life to live. I'm going to be honest with you. This is how it is. They have a life to live. I might get into church sometime this month. You know, and it makes them feel good because they made time for God for that day. But then the pressures of society, world, job, life, sickness, kids, man, it just overtakes them. And then they're right back into that again, into that cycle of busyness, and they do not give time to the Lord. And that's exactly what the devil wanted. The devil can make you as busy as, as he possibly can so that your mind is focused on other things. Your mind is focused on you getting that yourself out of those problems and forget about God. He's a myth, okay? You know, turn to God at your most desperate moment, but don't, don't include him in your daily life. You know, God is fake. God isn't real. God is a fairy tale. No, God is real. God is more real than anything else. You know, God God created everything, including the devil. He was a beautiful angel that got prideful and decided, I'm going to take you on, God. I'm going to be higher than you. I'm going to exalt myself at a place higher than you. And that didn't work. So he declared war on his people. 
on God's people, God's sheep. And now we're dealing with this on a daily. But through the midst of the chaos, confusion, and strife, we can turn to him and actually include him in our daily lives through all of our sins, in our daily mistakes. And not only in our hour of desperation, but what about our hour of victory? How about including God in a thank you, Lord, when you get that promotion? How about when your girlfriend or when your wife or when your husband comes to you with, with some really good news? Oh, that's terrific. Or do you say, praise God. Thank you, Lord, for showing up on their behalf. And it's hard to do sometimes. I'm going to be honest with you. We don't always include God. It's a natural thing to just try to get ourselves out of these issues. It's, our, it's a natural thing to boast about yourself and say, that's right, I'm that good. You know why all that happened? Because I am that good. It happened because I'm smart. It happened because people like me. But wait a minute. What if there was a different reason why all of this is happening to you? What if there is a different reason? What if it's because God has your back? Let's think about that for a second. You think I'm perfect? Heck no. No way am I perfect. I make mistakes all the time just like everybody else. But you know what? I have a love and a faith for the Lord. Oh, let me tell you, I know he's real. I know for a fact he is real. He is as real as a person standing in front of you. And that's my faith. So I, yes, I'm a sinner at the end of the day, no better than anybody else. But you know what? I got that faith. I believe in my God. I believe in the Holy Spirit walking within me. I believe that walking with me on a daily, guiding me, leading me, telling me to turn left, telling me to turn right. I'm going to tell you what I feel the Holy, I feel the Holy Spirit right now. The presence of God. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me the boldness to do a podcast or to do anything in my life. You know what a, ret a retrobate mind? You know what that is? That's the hardening of the heart. That's what that is. That's the closing of the mind into a narrow-minded way of thinking. It is you. There is no spirituality left. There is, you do not believe, you're, you're a skeptic of everything. You do not believe, you cannot believe in anything. Nobody's ever going to get to you. That's what that means, reprobate mind. Now let's take a look. We're going to finish this off. And you know, we, we were reading in verse 27 about people being with, with same-sex relationships. But it's not just for that. Reprobate mind is a little bit more than that. Let's take a look right here. 
We're going to get down into verse 29. Their lives became full of every kind of wickedness, sin, greed, hate, envy, murder, quarreling, deception, malicious behavior, and gossip. They are backstabbers, haters of God, insolent, proud, and boastful. They invent new ways of sinning. They disobey their parents. They refuse to understand, and they break their promises. They are heartless and have no mercy. They know God's judgment requires that those who do these things deserve to die. Yet they do them anyway. Worse yet, they encourage others to do them too. And we're drawing to a close here. But let's, let's go into chapter 2, God's judgment of sin. Let's take a look in verse 1. Okay, You may think you can condemn such people, but you are just as bad. Now, doesn't that blow your mind? Look at that. You are just as bad as any of these people. You are just as bad as what? A murderer? Somebody who's jealous of everybody? Somebody who hates people? Somebody who's greedy? Somebody who's argumentative? You are just as bad. And you have no excuses. When you say they are wicked and should be punished, you are condemning yourself. You see what I'm saying right here? For, for you who judge others do these very same things. And we know that God in his, judge, in his justice will punish anyone who does such things. But since you judge others for doing these things, why do you think you can avoid God's judgment when you do the same things? Don't you see how wonderfully kind and tolerant and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see that his kindness is intended to turn you from your sins? But because you are stubborn and refuse to turn from your sin, you are storing up terrible punishment for yourself. For a day of anger is coming. And God's righteous judgment will be revealed. He will judge everyone according to what they have done. He will give eternal life to those who keep on doing good. Seeking after the glory and honor and immortality that God offers. But he will pour out his anger and wrath on those who live for themselves. Who refuse to obey the truth. And instead live lives of wickedness. There will be trouble and calamity for everyone who keeps on doing what is evil. For the first Jew and then the Gentile. But there will be glory and honor and peace from God. For all who do good. For the Jew first and also for the Gentile. For God does not show favoritism. So taking a look at that, understanding, keep on doing good. Keep on seeking his immortality. Worshiping the Lord and including him in your daily lives and seeking the truth. And the truth is in this book. It's right here. Take a look. 
This is what a reprobate mind creates. This is what God has placed a curse on a curse on people that harden their heart and turn from him and refuse, refuse to obey the simple teachings of the Lord. So I hope you like this episode. This is about the reprobate mind that is going on in today's society. And it is deep. And it's getting deeper. I'm going to tell you, everyone is getting it. Everyone is starting to have a reprobate mind. And it is because of the lives they are living. Take a look in the movies. Take a look in the music. Take a look. I hope you like this first episode of season two. All right, now we're going to get into some deeper stuff, okay? And until my next episode, this is the MC Exodus signing off. God bless you all, and we'll see you on the next one.